No one's really paying attention to Giancarlo Stanton. Let's change that on today's Locked On Yankees. You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees. I'm your host, Stacey Gotsoulias. As always, Locked On Yankees is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we'd like to thank you for making us your first listen every day. Just a reminder, Friday's episode is our mailbag episode. And we would like for you to leave us questions either in the comments of our YouTube video. You can do it on our community tab or reply to the tweets we've sent out with our mailbag image. Uh, with me, as always, my producer, Steve. Steve, what is going on in today's show? We got to talk about Giancarlo Stanton. Uh, we want to set some expectations today for 2023. We've done a couple of these already, our What to Expect series. Um, and I think it is really important to start with this conversation, Stacey, a look at his injury history, because it's mm. kind of hard to talk about Giancarlo Stanton and expectations without talking about injuries first. Oh, and there's a bunch of them. <laughs> Going through his injury history, you remember that he was injured and you remember that, you know, he missed some time most of the seasons that he's been here. The one season that he had that was clean was the first one he was here, 2018, played in 158 games, had no issues. He was down from his 2017 MVP campaign. He hit 38 home runs, drove in 100 runs, which is fantastic, but some people were you know, not complaining, but just, well, he hit 59 last year and drove in 132. I was perfectly happy with the 38. And then 2019 happens. Only plays in 18 games that entire season. And it was funny when I was looking this stuff up because I forgot how few games he played in in that season. He had the bicep injury in April. He had the knee that he injured in June. October, he injured his quad and he was out. And 2019 was the magical year when the Yankees won 103 games somehow with 30 guys on the IL, Stanton being one of them. Uh, 2020, he played 23 out of those 60 games with a right hamstring issue that cropped up in August. As we all know, the season didn't start till July. So yeah, there wasn't a lot of playing time there. 2021, injures his quad. He played at 139, which was a step up from those two previous seasons. And then last year, Calf in May, Achilles in July, foot in September, 110 games. So injuries have been a problem, but he's still mashing the ball regardless of having those injuries. He hit 31 last year, even though he only played in 110 games. So it's, it's, if he's healthy, he's, you know, great. And I feel like if he plays more, he can be healthy. Yeah. It's not a question about whether Giancarlo Stanton has talent. Right. There is no ifs, ands, or buts. And I don't think it's even up for debate that he's still the strongest player in baseball. Uh, so it, it is all about health for him. And he has great health. He is, he is a marvel. He is a superhero. Uh, but he has to stay on the field in order to be that superhero. And that, that is part of it. There, there are other aspects of his game that need work. Um, I wanted to kind of pinpoint a couple of them today, Stacey, mm -hmm. um, and just use some numbers. I'm going I'm to give you a good number and a bad number. So these are two numbers to take home with you. If you're looking for something simple uh, of what Giancarlo Stanton can do for 2023, these are some numbers that I want you to keep out for. Uh, 
weighted on base average. These uh, numbers and these graphs are courtesy of fan graphs. Um, weighted on base average by MLB season. So his weighted on base, which takes into ballpark factors and all that kind of stuff, um, and, and spits out a good number. And that number for Giancarlo Stanton has been trending downward since 2019. So it went up a little bit. It spiked in 17, like you had mentioned, his his godly year, um, hmm. but has been trending downward since 2019. Uh, but it is still above league average, which is good. You want that number to get back to those. You know, you're not expecting MVP levels here, but you want it to get over 360. Uh, and last year it was well under. It, w- it was under 340 at that point last year. Um, so you want him to get on base more. And one of the things I found of why he wasn't getting on base was his percentage of swings at pitches inside the strike zone. That mm. has been going down. Uh it, it tanked in 2019. Um, it has gone up over the last few years, but it did take a dip last season as well. So he, what does this number mean? It means he's not swinging at strikes. And that is something that, I mean, you're always working on. Uh, we talked about it in our uh, Hudson Valley preview. Uh, it's something that the Yankees are working on at the lower levels for certain um, and, and you're always working on this, but it's swinging, uh, making good swing decisions um, is so important. And swinging at pitches in the zone, swinging not necessarily only at pitches in the zone, but pitches in the zone that you personally can hit. Hmm. Um, perfect example of this as it's not Bible. Mike Trout is a perfect low ball hitter. So he will swing at pitches that are necess- not necessarily in the strike zone, below the strike zone, but he knows he can hit those. Right. So when you're looking at a player and what, you know, you're, you're always looking at swinging at strikes. That's super important for everybody. Um, but it's something that Stanton has not necessarily done since coming over to the Yankees. So you want to make sure that he is at least average. And that's one of those numbers that I'm really looking at this year for Stanton is making sure, hey, man, you got to swing at strikes. Yes, you can. We know that he has the bat speed to get to pitches up in the zone at times. So and he's certainly got the strength to turn those pitches into into extra base hits. Yeah. Um, but you definitely need him to start focusing on swinging at strikes. Um, that's why your averages go down. That's why your on base percentages go down because you're not making good swing decisions. And that's something that's going to be pretty crucial, uh, I think, for a good bounce-back year, aside from staying healthy for Giancarlo Stanton in 2023. Yeah, it's interesting looking at that chart because he's only been above average in three seasons. (laughs) 2011, 2012, and 2016. Even in his MVP season, he was below average for MLB, which is interesting to see. The NBA playoffs are just a month away, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first one doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. 
Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Stacey, let's go ahead and set some realistic expectations for Giancarlo Stanton. First, I wanted to look at his spring numbers at the time of recording. He's only played seven games. Um, and the big conversation around Yankee spring camp has obviously been the shortstop battle um, and the Harrison Bader injury, as well as the injuries to the uh, starting rotation. Um, but only 19 at-bats in seven games for Stanton, four for 19 with a double. But he has struck out eight times. And I, I'm not freaking out. I never freak out over spring numbers. Uh, but again, when, to go back to our conversation of what needs to be done is swinging out of strikes in the zone, right? Stringing at pitches in the zone. Um, I think the big thing you're looking out for here this season, I think it's going to be pretty realistic. Um, 22 homers. That's the mm. magic number right now for Stanton to get to 400, which is incredible. Uh, yeah. We've detailed the injuries that he's been able to get to this point um, with that many injuries is a feat in its own right. So we will likely see, barring a massive injury, um, Stanton being the 58th player all time to get to 400 home runs. Um, he had 31 bombs in 2022. Of course, he was an all-star last year and then 35 in 2021. So I think that's something you, from a fun fan aspect, lover of the game aspect, like 400 bombs, that's that's the big number I think is going to be a cool moment in 2023. Yeah. yeah, it's always fun to see guys do that. And it's fun to see guys do that when they're Yankees, um, you know, a-Rod hit 500 and 600 with the Yankees, um, ironically, on the same date, August 4th, 2007, for four, uh, for 500 and, um, or no, 400 and then 500 in um, 2010 on the same date, which was freaky. Um, <laughs> and I'm trying to remember, there was someone else who hit that many for the Yankees. And it's just, it's a fun thing. And I just he's uh, he's amazing to watch when he hits home runs because he hits them so hard. My favorite, obviously, last year was the walk off Grand Slam because it was barely over the wall and probably could have killed someone <laughs> if it hit anyone directly. It's just fun to watch how powerful he is. And when he's on, he's really on. And I'm hoping that he does get to 400 and that he does it at home. I would like it for him for him to get it to get it at home. That could be fun. Um. To go back to your injury point, mm. you got to expect an injury this season, right? Yeah. I mean, because it always... Just the history of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's almost like the um, expecting... And I can't... I hate to say this, but it's uh, it's almost like expecting the Luis Severino injury to inevitably happen because it always does. Um, let's just hope that whatever injury he does have... Because he always tends to have leg injuries. Most of the injuries that we chronicled have been leg problems which is stands to reason you're on your legs most of the time when you play baseball and he has big powerful legs he's a big powerful dude he's six six 245 you know it stands to reason that you know it's going to be easier for someone that size to injure those parts of his body let's just hope that you know it's a similar to season two well I don't want to say last year but you know 110 games is better than only 19 Right. So let's hope for sure. that because <laughs> he can't get I, to 22 I, homers in only 19 games. <laughs> I put the number at 135. I think mm. 135 games, you call that uh, a victory. If you get 135 or more out of him, that's missing a month. That would be amazing. Right? Yeah. Right. Like, let's say he missed August. 
I think that's a I think that's a fair realistic expectation. I think at that point in the outfield, the Yankees will have enough depth with Cabrera and Bader back in theory, of course, um, right. and Hicks with essentially, I would assume, Florial out of the system at that point. Mm. Um, so I think the Yankees will have enough depth in the outfield to cover it. Um, I wouldn't expect Jason Dominguez around that point. You know, dog days, I wouldn't expect him. Maybe in AAA at that point, um, but I wouldn't expect him at the big leagues just yet. Um, he also had a weird spike in double play balls in 2021, like a very strange spike. Um, that didn't really make much sense. It was way higher than his other seasons, but it was down in 2022. So I think um, if you can keep that number down, it was at eight double play balls last year, which is really good. Hmm. Um, so you just want to make sure he is is not rolling into double plays. That's always such a killer. Um, and, and I think a lofty number I put out there is an OPS plus of 140 or more. I don't think it's super unrealistic. Hmm. Um, it was at 136 last year. It was way down in, in 20 – or pardon me. It was way down last year, um, but it was up in 2021 at 136. Last year was 113. So um, an on-base plus slugging plus, um, I think, at, at 140 or more. It would be higher – than his, you know, usual career single season average. Um, but I don't think it's unrealistic. I think a, a healthy Stanton with the protection of a healthy judge and a healthy Bader, um, you know, I, I don't think it's unrealistic to get there. And, and the other number I had is you want him to have 180 strikeouts or less. And we've already detailed out what those numbers are like. It was it was big in 2022, um, and it has been big in his, not just his career, but in his uh, Yankees tenure. So... I think the magic number for strikeouts is 180 or less. Now, the fun thing to look at is in his MVP season of 2017, his OPS plus, which was his career high, was 169. And I love bringing this up all the time. Aaron Judge last year was 211. That's ridiculous. (laughs) ridiculous. Every time I bring up that number and think about how insane his season was, Giancarlo Stanton, 59 home runs, only three fewer, 132 runs batted in. That's the same number, I believe, right? They were neck and neck there. And 169, because his average was 281, Judge was up above that. But yeah, I just, 169 OPS plus is incredible. It really is. And since then, his highest number has been 145. And that was in the COVID shortened 2020 when he only played in 23 games. I'm pretty excited about our new partner and sponsor of today's episode, the mobile game Ultimate Baseball GM. Have you ever wanted to be Brian Cashman? Well, with this app, you can. You manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through the season, and lead your team to glory. You hire the coaches, you handle the money, scout the players, and manage difficult personalities. You also navigate your franchise through free agency and all the ups and downs of a season. Ultimate Baseball GM is completely free and payable offline, play on the go, as you want and when you want to. I just downloaded it myself and I'm planning on leading my New York Diamonds to victory against my fellow Locked On hosts. And speaking of that, Locked On Yankees listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo Locked On in the game store. So make sure you check it out. To download the game, just visit probaseballgm.com, scan the code, or look it up in the app stores. That's probaseballgm.com. Ultimate Baseball GM. Start your dynasty today. 
so this is what I want for Giancarlo Stanton this season. And we've said it. I want him to stay relatively healthy. I don't expect him to have another 2018 where he only misses four games. And that's probably because they were resting him and he didn't have any injury issues. He's 33 years old. Like we mentioned, he's big and he has bigger body parts than most people. And he just tends to injure his lower half. And it happens. I just, I really would like for him to be a main reason why the Yankees win the AL East. You know, I would like for him to be a big contributor to that. Um, I would like to see him hit 400 at home. That would be great. But, you know, if he does it on the road, that's, you know, it's fine as long as we get to watch it on TV. And I just really want him to be up there with Judge. I want those two to be the guys that everyone looks to and other teams are afraid of because that's what they wanted when they brought him over here. And I would like for that to happen. So you don't want to watch his 400th, 400th home run on Apple TV Plus? No, not really. <laughs> That's not the goal this year? No. Um, I wanted to get your thoughts on just I, – I know I detailed out some aspects of his game, most notably swinging at strikes in the zone. Yeah. Are there, are there any other aspects of his game? I mean, you can always improve. it. At the age of 33, um, that doesn't change. Um, everyone's always improving on something. Has there been something that you noticed or, or something that you would like him to do better? Is it stolen bases? Is it better defense? Like what are some things that you want from Stanton in 2023? I would like for his OBP to go up because his OBP has always been pretty good. And last year was a big drop off. Now he's gone down every year in his OBP, but he went from 354 in 2021 to 297. And I mean, his overall lines were not great. 211, 297, 462. And I feel like he has a better eye than what he had in 2022. And I would like to see that improve. Would I like to see fewer strikeouts? Sure. But I feel like I would like to see him on base more. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think you're always looking for that number to improve, um, even if it's a good year, right? You're always looking for that number to improve. Um, and when you're talking about having a full season of Bader um, also in that lineup, and you're thinking about maybe having a full season of Cabrera in that lineup too, um, or you know whatever role it ends up shaking out to be for Oswaldo, yeah. um, it's a scary lineup, and it is a scary lineup. And I think a massive part of that being a scary lineup is having Stanton. Um, you know, you, you know, you can. I don't. I don't know if Anthony Rizzo instills that fear into opposing pitchers. I mean, he's a great player. I yes. really like Riz, but um, there's something different about Giancarlo Stanton that doesn't necessarily get that doesn't give you that fear of God, right? <laughs> like when he walks up to the play, it's like facing Team USA, right? For how rocky their World Baseball Classic has been, uh, you saw what they did against Canada. <laughs> and that's that's what everyone thought was going to happen. And right. it's scary. And I think the Yankees have a fairly similar um, part to them. And I, I think Stanton is a, is a massive contributor to that. Because without him, it's not a bad lineup. It's still a very good lineup. Mm -hmm. But it's certainly a lot better with him in it. Definitely. Yeah. And it's not even just the home runs. I mean, he just hits the crap out of the ball all the time. He hit a 120 mile an hour out to third base. I think it was against Toronto. And I don't know how the person uh, who plays third for Toronto. Why can't I think right now? I don't know how their hand didn't fall off. <laughs> because he's well, just I think so what's, 
so strong. Also, part of it is is it's yeah, like it's not just him and how those homers sail five thousand feet. It's it's the part of it where in the lineup you're like, okay, I'm facing Higgy right now. <laughs> if I let him get on and I let this guy get on, now I got to face Stanton. Mm-hmm. And and that is a part of the game that doesn't. I mean, it gets talked about, but it, it's a definitely a part of the game. Is the protection in the lineup is so key. I brought up Mike Trout earlier. He doesn't have that protection in the lineup. He hasn't had it historically. Right. And he's still been able to do what he does, which is amazing. But without that protection in the lineup, guys know they can pitch around you more. And so a healthy Giancarlo Stanton and a regular, albeit good, not even great Giancarlo Stanton, makes Aaron Judge better, makes Anthony Rizzo better, makes Cabrera better. Because he, whoever's on the mound is going, uh-oh, Stanton's on deck. I can't pitch around you right now. Mm-hmm. I have to attack you, which means I'm throwing more strikes, which is going to allow you to hit more, obviously. So it's not just that you have to expect a lot out of Stanton. It's that when you expect a lot out of Stanton and you get that, it makes the entire team better because of how scary he is. And that's just something, yeah, you could probably quantify with some deeper analytical numbers, um, but it's something that's just the eye test, right? Yeah. It's the obvious thing. Um, having him healthy and having him in the lineup near every day is just very important to not even success, just dominance yeah. uh, from the Yankee lineup. Let's just cross our fingers, everyone, that he uh, he is that dominant figure in the lineup. So for tomorrow, don't forget, send in questions because... It's our mailbag episode, and we want to answer your questions. It could be about the Yankees. It could be about baseball. It could be about baseball uniforms. If you want us to make up random teams, we will. We'll do whatever you want us to do. So leave those questions on Twitter. You can leave them in the comment section of this video, and you can leave them in our community tab also on YouTube. So thank you for making Locked On Yankees your first listen. For your second listen, check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball with Matt and Dom as they bring you the best fantasy draft strategies every day. Find it wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. We'll see you tomorrow.